0: I, I think another another great thing about them is that they're basically just the opposite of Boo.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's like it's like when, when
0: I see a ghost in Mario, I'm like, I need to stare. N- don't look away. It's like, don't look at me. Whatever you me. do, don't look away. Yeah, and then you drop I'll... in front of an Enderman. It's like, why is fuck do you at me? It? You fucking <laughs> why what,
1: mate? You? <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs>
2: I love it.
0: Welcome to the Crown Heathens podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, sometimes we pre-record. I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions. I'm gonna start us off with a question right now, Marissa.
1: Hello.
2: How are you doing? Uh I'm doing fine right now. I'm probably not doing great because you know, like you're gonna be gone. And that's oh. why we're recording this in no, I don't. the future. I don't know.
0: It's yes. It is currently um, future o'clock. Um, future how's, o'clock. How's the wow. weather? Uh, future F- o'clock. Th- th- three, four weeks from now.
2: I can't tell you that. That ah, break shit. the space-time continuum. So. All
0: right. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll just sit here, crying in my prom dress.
1: All right. It's so, well, a, you, you a, <laughs> <laughs>
0: a reference to a song that nobody, uh, <laughs> nobody got. No. Anyways, uh, Sago, <laughs> you're here too. Hi. How's uh, the future treating you? I don't know yet.
3: I'm probably good. Probably the worst.
0: Yeah, so I don't know.
3: Guy guy speaks French too. <laughs>
0: um, all right. So just just a little heads up. I am gonna be traveling uh in the near or far future, depending on when it releases. No, say so
3: say how it really is.
0: You're gonna be abandoning us. Uh, I recorded a couple of podcasts <laughs> uh in the last year and I, I thought, you know what? It's good, hard enough. <laughs> I've had had enough. enough. <laughs> Take a little break.
2: For um, some reason, Matt needed a break from so, us. No, and not interesting. Us needing a break from Matt. I don't interesting.
0: necessarily. I don't necessarily need a break from you, you know. But like, we all we all do a lot. Marissa, you do you do a lot of um, like brand development, like marketing. Um, you work really hard to make sure that we have a a schedule um sacco edits things um quite often and i have to talk for one third of a podcast and that's that's really tiring uh for me so i'm gonna go on a vacation yes (laughs) um but we're gonna we're gonna record some some of these are gonna be pre-recorded
2: and that's okay but you know what's not okay
0: (laughs) oh it's not okay
2: I'm not asking me about the topic.
0: Oh, hey. Yeah, Matt. Hold on a minute. (laughs) You had one job. Marissa, if we were going to pre-record a podcast, what would the topic be?
2: Uh, The topic in this pre-recorded podcast would be what are your favorite enemies in video games? So not to be confused with a different topic that we've already done, which is villains. Some villains might naturally come up in this conversation, but we're talking enemies, monsters,
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, any
2: sort of beasts that we fight. And that might translate into some little little mini enemies, little mini villains, but not necessarily.
0: I, I'm not going to say um, for everybody, but for me, this is like reoccurring enemies. You know, like the final boss is not going to come up on this list. He's not an enemy. He's the villain. But uh, the the hordes of of enemies that are repetitive, I have so many. I'm like, I'm so excited to just jump into it. Um, and if I may, and if I may, my, one of my favorite, um, character designs is Boo Mm. from Super Mario. And I know you're thinking, Matthew, it's just a ghost. You can't just like all the spooky guys. No, hear me out. It's the way that Mario and Boo interact with each other. Cause I think, so basically it's like, for those of you who haven't played uh, a Super Mario game with Boo in it every time you look at Boo, it covers its eyes, and, like, it stops moving towards you. So, like, it only tries to attack when you're not looking. And I think that that's such good, like, just the way that, the like, you interact with that enemy is so fun. It's so good. Because, like, you'd have to, like, kind of make him look the opposite direction so that it chases you to the side of the screen, and then stare at it. And then you have to, like, do the rest of the level while staring at it so it doesn't come closer to you. And, uh, you know, like, Goombas and and all those fun guys, they're fun. But like, Boo is just <laughs> next level. Like, I just love it. I, I like facing mm. Boo. When I see Boo in a level, I'm like, yes. So Matt likes I'm playing peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, listen. When you put it that way.
3: <laughs> I, never, I never piece that together. That you're basically just <laughs> playing peekaboo.
2: <laughs> 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 you didn't piece I did that together? That together no. Come on. His name What's is
0: host? Boo. Certainty. Peekaboo. Uh, peekaboo. Yeah. yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I, well, I think it's just, it's just a fun enemy to play against.
1: It is. It's, I,
2: I take that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? 100%. I have more. Another fun enemy to play against um, is Bombs from Final Fantasy. They're a reoccurring Final Fantasy. They're like in most Final Fantasy games. Um, mm. And basically, they're, it's just a bomb. Um, I, I really enjoy playing against them because like after three turns, they just blow up and like, if you have high enough armor, you're going to win. It's just a matter of if you can take the hit or not. So you can either attack them so much, like you need to be strong enough that you could kill them before they blow up mm-hmm. or just like interesting stock up on your HP and armor and be like, please let me take this hit. Yeah. But I just love that. Cause like
1: what, what like what you're like, even if you go full defense, you can still beat them. They look pretty cool, too. Fair <laughs> enough. My, Fair I like enough. facing them. I see them and I'm like, yes, let's do this. Fair enough.
3: Um, I, um, So I was looking up the question or the topic. Um, uh, an enemy from Halo came up a lot and it was the elites. But that is not the enemy that I'm going to go for. Uh, I'm going to go with the grunts, which um, the reason I'm going with the grunts is because they're just, like, the if you listen to the quotes they have, so they speak English, which I don't really understand why, because every other covenant has their own language. Um, But the grunts speak English, and they, like, they have some, some very good quotes. Um, And I actually have a list from Halo Infinite, and, and one of the quotes in the list is, so, wait a minute, I just found out that the Master Chief's name is John. John. We're afraid of a guy named John. Are you kidding me? Like that, that, that's, that's just that such
1: that's a, a quote.
0: That's great. But like 100% like I was like, holy fuck, yeah. like
1: Master just, Chief. And I was like, wait, his
0: name's John? This is a guy named John? John.
3: Like you guys keep calling him demon and like reclaimer and all this shit. It's, his name is John, guys. We can kill John. I could take John. Yeah, I could take John. I could take John. Come on. Anyways, uh, Halo is like the grunts in Halo are just full of very funny quotes. That was one that I, I don't want to take over the podcast with Halo because they do it every week. But like that's that's gonna be the one I was gonna point out for for grunts.
1: All right. Well, I I have a, a specific
2: game I'm gonna focus on a little bit, and I don't want to mention that one first because I know that's gonna be a long conversation. But I'd like to nominate the Big Daddies from uh bioshock in particularly because not only are they fucking terrifying when they run at you yes but you can like you can really avoid fighting like most of them i don't think all of them i think you have to fight a few yeah but you can avoid fighting several of them throughout the course of the game if you just leave them alone if you don't get too close Don't mess
3: with them, and don't mess with the little sister, and they'll be fine.
2: You mess with the little sister, it's over. But, like, you know, don't get too close to them. Don't give them a reason to come after you, and you're fine. However, give them a reason, and they will fuck your shit up. And I appreciate that in an enemy, that sometimes I can avoid them if I really, really want to. They're not going to hunt me down unless I've done something to deserve it.
3: I I will I'll add on top of that BioShock had very very good introductions to enemies. And the introduction to the Big Daddy is is like something you'll never forget. Cuz it was such a like intense moment. And you're like holy crap, I have to fight this at some point.
2: <laughs>
3: and you're like that I I can't win I can't win that fight. And you obviously you end up winning the fights later on. But like <laughs> it was spoiler it was a fan alert. like spoiler alert and like i famously avoided another crazy intro from bioshock which was the houdini splicers and yes. marissa will never forgive me for this
2: no i will not
3: um but like yeah bioshock did a fantastic job at introducing enemies and being like this thing is crazy good luck <laughs> this but thing also is giving
2: it to you in a in a way that <laughs> like told you what they were going to be able to do yes which was really nice so, like yes. the spider splicers being introduced as like, like, yeah, like you had to take a picture of them and, and then they were like you like climbing got, on the
3: ceiling or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. so you
2: knew that, like, if you heard something and you didn't see something, it was very likely that there was one above you. And the Houdini splicers, um, yes, I will never forgive you for not getting that jump scare because that jump scare has scarred me for life. <laughs> um, But that was a really great way of introducing them other than scaring the shit out of me. And I'll never forgive that. <laughs> like and nobody's forgiven in that, but because they disappeared, like you really got a sense of what they were going to do when you actually tried to fight them, which was really nice. It was just a really nice way for you to be introduced into enemies because eventually they kind of all mix together and you'll be facing like kind of several at once, but you're not being overwhelmed by like, where the fuck did that one go? Oh, you already know it's a Houdini splicer, yeah,
3: yeah, great game very good yeah i I think it's just
0: also like the just all the enemies that the bioshock like the bioshock universe created such mm-hmm. like amazing like the the character design and the artwork it's mm-hmm. such a good uh game and and the splicers in general like in, in It would be so hard for me to think of this, but like, like looking at it and be like, yeah, like we're in like rapture, a place that's supposed to be paradise. It's clearly not like, it's very corrupt.
1: Mm -hmm. Like a splicer
0: is a natural thing. Like I can see this happening.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Like everybody's using, like they're overusing the atom. There's like the, the, the botched plastic surgery. Like, like I can see like, this is all such, like I would never think of that. And I was like, yeah, no, of course. Like, of course this is happening. And then also like the big daddies are like, because it's underwater, they need like the suits. But then like at the same time, like the suits are like terrifying, but like so fulfilling. Yeah. Like you see it yeah. like clunking down the hall and you're like, oh my
3: God. I'm a, I'm gonna go the other way now.
0: And <laughs> like it's a nice <laughs>
3: it's a nice
2: mixture of that, like, is there something following me kind of monster? And the like, oh this thing's gonna like run at me and attack me really quickly to this like ominous thing that you just don't want to get too close to like yeah it's like one is scary because it's it could always be there and another is scary because it's so large you'll never miss it yeah yeah and it was like oh like what's worse i don't know they both suck (laughs) like
0: it's like the other thing too is like because they they definitely were trying to make like a horror game like they wanted to be creepy and yeah. it's like, what could we do to make this giant metal tank creepier?
1: Yeah. Give
0: it a little girl. Done. Cut Amazing. me out. Amazing. I'm out. <laughs> Can't do it. I need my teddy bear.
2: <laughs> um, I have another one that's not going to be, uh I should have mentioned it earlier when you were talking about maybe a little bit more whimsical <laughs> uh, enemies than uh, Bioshock. <laughs> However... Um, the and I'm gonna deep dive Sonic here for a second, <laughs> um, but in Sonic the Hedgehog, specifically yep. in Sonic Three d blast, which is my favorite mm-hmm. Sonic game, um, there were um bad Nicks, which were the enemies, like the general enemies that you got in each level that you when you jumped on their heads, they turned into something called a flicky. And the flickies, were the keys. <laughs> this sounds so
3: crazy. <laughs>
2: <Just> <laughs> I, I sound like a crazy person. Yes. The, yeah, they There were the um, badniks,
3: and then you hit them, and they turn into flickies, right, guys? Don't you? All? But the flickies. <laughs> yeah, so course. the
2: flickies, the flickies <laughs> fly around your head, and you have to collect all of them before you complete a level, and you have to give it to the ri- the giant ring. Yeah, <laughs> this sounds nuts.
3: absolutely. You have to I present your sacrifice to, to the giant song. ring. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm with you.
2: Uh, and then you are allowed to exit the yeah. level or to 100%. move on to the next section. <laughs> this is completely
3: logical for a cult.
2: <laughs> um so uh the when you liberate the flickies from being in the bad nick uh version of themselves, they like follow you around and the part I'm thinking about is they'll actually like circle around you if you stand still and they'll just like dance around you. <laughs> it's so <laughs> cute. And it's such a like great like, I just love this, like, oh, all the enemies are just, like, Dr. Robotnik just kind of set up this. Oh, it's so crazy. He set up his dimension ring generator, which mm-hmm. transforms uh-huh, like yeah, he's yeah. into the badniks. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Um, So that they could search for the chaos emeralds for him. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally. So naturally, you have to transition them back in order to take on Dr. Robotnik. Obviously, uh, which- yeah the plot of sonic i'm realizing is absolutely nuts
3: <laughs> this this was a game clearly made between the years 1980 and 1999 like it was it's like that perfect just like it it's it's crazy if you say it without context yeah you go like, it, it's a sonic game you're like oh obviously no, of course yeah yeah
2: yeah, and I so the reason I love these enemies is because they turn into the flickies very specifically. Um, I feel I've I've gone deep enough into this now that I feel like I need to explain something else. So there's different colors of flickies. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and the blue fl- flickies. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, would make a conscious effort to so like if you ran oh, into boy. an enemy while you had the flickies, they uh-huh. would all scatter. Yeah. Uh, so the blue ones would would. They were very, like, well-behaved Flickies, so they would come right back to you. Okay. Um,
3: (laughs) They were loyal loyal Flickies. Loyal (laughs) Flickies.
2: And they they would fly in, like, a circle if they couldn't find Sonic, like, if you were too far away, um, until you came close to them, and then they would immediately run in. The pink Flickies did the same thing, except they would do, like, a more irregular pattern if they couldn't find Sonic, but they would still kind of go to him. Ah, uh, the red flickies would just move between two points. The and they troubled would, child. Yeah, they would not. <laughs> they would not try to find Sonic at all. Um, they also jumped, which meant like they were really hard to catch again. Like they were mm. the most annoying ones. And then the green ones, you would just fucking lose because they would make no effort to find you, and they would just wander in no pattern, and they would just wander away. So if you lost a green flicky, you just had to like, like the red ones you could at least see bouncing around, and you'd be like, fuck, I gotta go catch that one. But the green ones would just like, quietly slip away and you'd be like, I had five flickies and now I have, th- I have three and two green flickies are gone, and I'm never gonna find them.
3: They're gone forever.
2: Um... So that's so, my flicky discussion. I, I have okay. so much.
0: I have so much fun. So I was. Go- I was looking this up the entire time you were talking about it. We're talking about Sonic 3D yeah. Blast, right? Yeah.
2: So,
0: so the first thing to mention: um, this game came out in 1996. Yes. So, so everything you were picturing. Um, like flickies, like these colorful bird things. We're talking
3: about squares. Like we're talking yes. about two pixels. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Like yeah. like a jelly bean with look with Fantastic. square plastic.
2: <laughs> Except for in the loading screen that opened the game where they were very, like very 3D models and yeah. they looked very different. But yeah, very they're just little rendered. Like, yeah. Yeah. I
0: think the other thing that is important to note is uh this game Sonic 3D Blast had a different name in Europe and Japan.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. It
0: was called Sonic 3D Flicky's Island.
2: Oh, that's way
1: oh.
0: better. <laughs> and um, Sega obviously looked at America and said, They're not ready.
1: They're, They're not ready Sonic for Flicky's Sonic Island. 3D
0: Blast.
3: <laughs> no, Those Americans we'll they call like explosions, it's... right? Blast. Blast.
2: <laughs> Amazing. I did not know that. That is a great piece of information.
0: Damn. So um I don't I don't uh, mean to I don't mean to go. Um, too far into the, into the, uh, um, <laughs> The Sonic. Flicky Island? Have you, have you seen, uh, the Sonic movie? The I have one? not. So I didn't watch no. it. Have you seen pictures of Jim Carrey as, Yes. Um, in the second one? No. So. Yes. So Jim Carrey, so there's two movies. Um, the first yeah. movie, he has like slicked hair and like a little mustache. And then they were making a second movie and Jim Carrey was like, no, we're going, we need to go more. <laughs> we need to do and more. he shaved his head.
3: Oh he has my this god.
0: giant mustache. He went to the director yeah. and he's like, give me a fat suit. I want to be a ball. And they're like, we're not ready. <laughs> you already no, shaved your head. You already have the huge mustache. And he's like, I need more. I need to become the egg band. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. I haven't seen the movie. I really want to. But like Jim Carrey just looks fantastic in this role. And I'm, I was a little nervous about it because it's like video game movies are never the best. But like Jim Carrey looks like it's going to be good. So I'm like... I'm excited. And and just yeah. talking about it now, I'm like, damn. I want to see... I, I, have see a, flicking- I have a
2: soft spot in my heart for Sonic the Hedgehog. And I fucking love Sonic the Hedgehog. Sanic. I love it so much that you would not imagine that it had, it had given me nightmares as a child. Because I really? was that fucking scared of Dr. Which, oh. Robotnik.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean... I think, I think another thing that video games did was because the graphics weren't, like, the best, like, they would give you a little inkling of, uh, like, yeah. you'd get a little bit, and then your mind just, like, took it to the next level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you see four pixels yeah. in your brain. That is an evil genius.
2: Well, so, the thing that bothered me is that when you, so, obviously, at the end of each level, you fight him, and then he, like, goes away for a little bit yeah. in Sonic 3D Blast. And if you pause the game during the boss fight, it was just a picture of him holding Mm. the like little sign that was like continue or like whatever, like exit. And then it was like a resume and stuff. And it was just like that, because he was pixels like before that. And then this was like a 3D rendering of him. I like that like, my brother and sister were not allowed to pause it during the boss fights. They were not allowed to fucking pause the game because I would be in tears. I could deal with the, like, shitty render, like, the sh- shitty pixelized version of him. I could not deal with the 3D render of him. I was not ready. The child, Marissa, was not ready for 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 Eggman.
3: Not yeah. emotionally, no.
2: Not emotionally <laughs> prepared.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel you. I think, um, it sounded like the uh, like the Flickies were like your whimsical, um, yes, your whimsical. My favorite, one of my favorite uh, tropes in uh, in video games is the enemies that are just like Jello or like slime. Mm. Um, I'm thinking specifically. There's two. There's uh in Final Fantasy, and uh, in in the Legend of Zelda, there's like a very similar. So so in Final Fantasy, there's a character, uh, an enemy, if you will, called the Flan. Um, have you ever had the dessert flan?
1: You mean yeah. flan? It's
0: flan. I'm so sorry. I've never, <laughs> I've never said this word out loud before. I'll have the flan, please. <laughs> the flan. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you, if you look up a picture of, of flan, um, just add an evil face to it. And now you have the Final Fantasy character.
1: I love it. And, and that's what I it love is. love like, it.
0: It was like those, like, it was, it was like a 90s game. So like the, the character just like waddles back and forth. So you would just see this, like, this flan just like fl- <laughs> fl- like just flubbering around with like an evil face. And I was like, this is great. This is my favorite. Did not know what that dessert was until I was an adult. Um, the first time I saw it on a menu, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is a final <laughs> fantasy enemy. What do you mean? I can eat this. What, what the fuck? Um, what is know, this witchcraft? It turns out it's, it's a real, uh, it's a real thing. The uh, the equivalent in The Legend of Zelda is um, in the original games there was a thing called the Zole, and it was literally just like a green ball of jelly and it would just like bounce around. Um, in the later games they called them chews or choo-choo's and again they're just they're just like blobs of jelly. Of like gelatin.
3: It's just like the slimes from the Minecraft. Slimes, slimes yeah. from
0: Minecraft. Um, Sardew Valley has slimes. And they're just like balls of goop. It's like, put a face on it. It's They'll fight it. They'll attack it. If, Give them a sword and a ball of jelly with, uh, with a face. With a, with a face. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes when you whack them, they split into two jellies. Oh, so good. Yeah. It just, it Crazy. warms my soul. It
2: warms <laughs>
3: yeah. my soul. It's just like to cut the, the jelly. You just want to cut jelly in half. That's <laughs> all you want to do. But like, it's
0: bouncing around. <laughs> like the sprites are always like, did I say that word right? Sprite, the sprite,
1: yeah, the spirit.
0: <laughs> is that right, yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of Minecraft, <laughs> one of the one of the best created, uh, I, like I hate facing them, but uh, I think the word is th- the
1: the <laughs> Oh my god, Matthew, le <laughs> <La> crep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think you can talk about video game enemies without talking about creepers.
2: Like the the sheer fear in your heart when you hear, tsss.
3: and you're like next to something you spent it's just a hours rectangle building, <laughs> It's, just it's rectangle. not just
2: a rectangle; it is a rectangle of destruction.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's such a. The great- worst
2: part is, so I've seen, and this hasn't ever happened to me in game, but I've seen people so they'll have like their like hardcore world, right? So like yeah. you can't die and they always Is it, like if you i die, always you just end up yeah, yeah you can't restart oh, the world like the world's just gone you
3: delete it and start again that yeah. sucks
2: so um they always post like any any streamer or anyone i think even who isn't a streamer who has a hardcore world they all they're always ready to post the minute that they die because right? it it's because <laughs> it's like It's always tragic, right? So they want something out of it. So they post online for their general enjoyment of other people to, you know, consume their pain. And this one poor woman, she had this stream going and she was talking about how good she was doing. And she was, she was like in a cave (laughs) and she was literally talking about how long they've had the world. And like, Mm. yeah, you just shit. You don't talk about when you don't want your character to die. And from nowhere a fucking creeper just falls directly in oh front of God. her and explodes and it happens so fast i'm pretty sure she actually had to rewatch the footage to figure out how she died because she just she was just dead and then she re-watched the footage and all you see is this creeper just like hi <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's why creepers suck because they just they just show up and sako's right like yeah, it's always when you're standing next to something that you're like, wow, that took me so long to. But like, gone. <laughs> that's such
0: a perfect, like, that's such a perfect enemy in a world where your main where you task building. is to build things. Yeah, it's just a destructor great. And, of and worlds. And it, it's just like, it just creeps up. Like, it's called, like, the name. Like, that's what it, it does. It, it creeps. I just, that's what it does.
2: It's just. So. I just
1: yeah and, and, like-
3: again, and it gets worse because like again this is a very rare occurrence in minecraft which there are a few few very rare occurrences but one of them is the supercharged creeper which is a creeper that was struck by lightning and it will glow and if it blows up Terrifying. it like has a much bigger explosion than a normal creeper and like that like they they, they had the creeper and like this thing is great it'll just fuck everybody's world up Let's make it let's make like another one, but like it's like so rare that if and if it does happen, you can't be mad because you saw <laughs> You
2: can be mad.: You actually. saw A
3: supercharged creeper, and you're like one of only like five people who have ever, ever seen this mm-hmm. thing happen for real. You're like how, how can you be mad I've at that story? Right: a Great one, right?:
2: <laughs> You can still be mad.:
3: but... I know. I,
2: uh... Uh, I think the uh best, like, I love creepers, classic, but like. Endermen?
3: Endermen are such a, Again, a weird mixture.
2: Very similar to the Big Daddies in a way, because if you just don't just make engage, eye contact,
3: Just don't make eye contact with them.
2: Don't look at them.
3: They're very shy. You'll
2: be fine. They don't want anything to do with you. They will leave you alone. You look at them and they will fuck your shit up.
3: Yeah, the most annoying part is even if you don't look at them, they'll sometimes just take things. So, like, they'll literally just take a block and hold it.
2: The, the best part about that, though. No, so they created this enemy. Just think about this. They created this enemy that you don't want to look at, but has the ability... To steal blocks from you. So yeah. you don't even see what they steal because you're so aggressively trying not to look at them. You're, you're and so then you turn around and you're like, there's a fucking hole in my bridge.
3: There's one block missing. What happened? Why did he
2: take it from the middle? Yeah. Did he have to take it from the middle? And then like, he just walked. Couldn't have taken it from the edge. And then you see him just walking around and he looks at you. And then you you have to look away. He committed a crime, and you have to look
3: away. <laughs> the other thing is, like, so they Brilliant. created this, this enemy, which if you look at it, it will fuck your shit up. It also has the ability to teleport. It is yes. the only creature in the game that can teleport, besides you, if you kill one, because you'll get ender eyes. Or ender, ender stones. Ender pearls. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but You're doing great, it, but- but if... Do you even if,
2: Minecraft, bro?
3: I do, unfortunately, and that's the sad part, is that I should have known that. And But, like, it is hurt by water. So if it starts to rain, the enderman will just madly teleport, because it'll teleport when it, when it gets damaged, infinitely until it dies, because it cannot escape the rain, because it's, it's raining. And it's like that, like, you created this, like, evil... Thing that will fuck your shit up, but it's allergic to water.
1: It's allergic everything, to
3: water. Everything needs. <laughs> everything uh, needs a weakness. <laughs> yeah, everything. Everything needs a it's, it's Achilles
0: heel. It's kryptonite. Was what I was going for, but you know, Achilles heel is the. <laughs> I I I uh. think this character design is just it's again beautiful. I love it. It's perfect. If this was not four blocks, or like. One, two, three, four, five, six blocks. I think it would be terrifying.
1: Oh, the Enderman
3: in
2: any (laughs) other game?
3: Would be horrifying. Like,
2: Absolutely, Marissa would not fuck with that game. Yeah. It is because it is a block. Like, I still don't fuck with them, by the way. They scared the shit out of me. Like you can I can be getting chased by like seven creepers, and I'm not having a good time, and I see an Enderman, I'm like, "Oh my God, no, <laughs> we're done. like absolutely we're not. done here. Nope, Bye-bye. we're done here because they're also like, I don't know, Matt, if you've ever looked at yeah. one. Um I, I made that mistake
0: so so I, they I,
2: are aggressive and mean
0: <laughs> i uh I haven't. I don't think officially like for a long time looked at one because every single time I play Minecraft it's usually with you two and both of you in unison as soon as I'm like hey there's an enderman over there you're like look away look away do not <laughs> don't look at, look look
3: at away! eyes." <laughs> stop you get, stop!
2: You get you right attacked now? by one enderman and it fucks up your mind forever yeah. they are so, because they can teleport you, you can't get away from them like you just yeah. die like you're just dead it's over I think the first time I, I I looked at one, I was playing with Sacco. Actually, I'm fairly certain. And I was like, actually, like, just full on, like, screaming. Like, it was the, <laughs> the Panzer incident from COD all over again. I was almost in tears. I was like, this thing will leave me alone. He was like, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I'm, like, flailing my sword at it. Um, I died. I died real quick. I died real fast. <laughs> yeah. Did not yeah. survive that attack.
3: That's fair. I, I yeah. think another
0: another great thing about them is that they're basically just the opposite of Boo. Yes, it's like it's like when, when I see a ghost in Mario, I'm like, I need to stare. At, n- don't look away. It's like, don't look at me. So whatever you me. do, don't look away. Yeah, and then you drop I'll... in front of an Enderman. It's like, why the fuck did you look at, at it? You fucking <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what? <want>, why? <laughs> I
2: love
3: it. Uh, I I Our... have. I have one more. Okay,
2: and then I want to talk about mine.
3: Okay, so mine, um, it's like it's a kind of a set of enemies. So in Diablo, uh, in Diablo two, there was a cow. There was a secret cow level, and so the Diablo three they wanted to up that, so they created a level called Whimsyshire. Which was like the like it was the secret, basically the secret cow level, but it was very different. So the enemies in Whimsyshire are unicorns, it was the, teddy the exact bears, the
0: same and totally different at the same time.
3: Yes, uh, they're unicorns, teddy bears, and giant pink flowers. Um, which sound really nice. They were like like very high level enemies, and when you killed them, you got like they dropped what looked like toys and happy clouds and candy. But they were just, like, objects from the game. Like Once you picked it up, it, like, turned into something that was actually in the game. Um, but yeah, it was in the, the, the uh, levels covered in rainbows and happy clouds. But it's just a murderous, evil level where everything's trying to kill you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Angry unicorns, teddy bears, and pink flowers. From Diablo. Somehow. I was
2: not expecting that.
3: It always comes back to unicorns. Unicorns, man. Everything... Unicorns make everything better. Sometimes Except they're, when they're trying to murder you.
1: making it worse.
3: <laughs> no, even when they're trying to murder me, it's still a unicorn. Alright. Well.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, on that note...
0: I'm uncomfortable.
2: Uh, I'm going to talk about, I think, the game which I'm going to nominate to have the best enemies. And that is The Witcher 3. Uh, the wild hunt um i know Matt, every time i talk about this game you just want to play it a little yeah. bit more so that that is why i'm bringing it up today um <laughs> so i hope you think about this your entire me. vacation
1: i'm currently <laughs> how- uh
0: i'm not i'm not going to speak in the in the future but maybe i'll All go right. into a i don't know if they're called game stops um i'll go into a tesco's does tesco sell video games I don't think so. I'm gonna walk into a, <laughs> a British video game store and maybe pick up The Witcher Three.
2: All right, I love maybe it. I won't. Love it. <laughs> All right. So, what I love most about The Witcher Three and it's the way that it deals with its enemies. And I think I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but it really makes you force yourself to actually know the enemy. And part of that is what is called the bestiary. So the bestiary is basically a reference guide to all the enemies that you've run into up until that point in the game. There's nothing really unique about that. Like lots of games have that, like a log or an enemy log or a monster log or whatever it's called. However, what's really interesting about this is like this is the most I've ever looked at it in a game. And so like it's divided into sections. And Matt, I'm just going to give you like a little sneak taste of what you're yeah. missing out on. Uh, So, these are the sections of the book. There's the beasts, the cursed ones, the draconids, the elementas. Sign (laughs) me up. The hybrids, (laughs) the insectoids, the necrophages. That's the one. The augrids. Oh, that gets better. The relics, Hmm. which are like the really fucked up Mm -hmm. ones, by the way. (laughs) The specters. And then your absolute favorite category, which is the vampires.
0: Yeah. I just, like, just the fact that it's a whole category. Because, like, there's some game, and it's like, yeah, this game has vampires. And it's like, Yeah, all right, but the, sure. that's, like,
2: a category. <laughs> and so there's a couple, like, standout enemies that I did want to talk about. Um, One of them, several of them are actually in the vampire category. So, like, uh, they have the echimaras, Echimeras? Ekim- Um, I forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, which is like, it looks, it doesn't look like what you think, like, like, not going into this game, what you think a vampire would look like. It's like a little bat creature almost with like, a like, it's like really fucked up. And they're, like, a lower vamp- va- vampire. And, like, the first time you run into it, and then they're, like, oh, like, that's a Ekimara. And it's, like, okay. And then you're thinking, oh, that's a really fat... Like, I was thinking, oh, that's a really fancy name. I bet you this is, like, a really hard vampire. And they're, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, the easiest vampire to beat. And then I fought it. And I was, like, that's the easy... That's the <laughs> easy one? <laughs> what do you mean? And so the hardest ones, are the harder ones... Um, Arguable which one is harder, um, depending on which ones you run into in the game. So the Bruxas are really fucked up,
3: they suck, they're the worst. (laughs) Uh, So the
2: Bruxas are a very powerful type of vampire that um tend to take on the appearance of a like a young woman. Mm. Uh, So, like, you'll like walk into a village and they'll be like. Yeah. And it's like part of the game that's so great is you like walk into a village and they're like, oh, there's been like this woman wandering around at night. It's really weird. And you're like, OK, is it a Wraith? Is it a Bruxa? Is it a literal fucking woman? Because it could be any of them. Right. And so you're gathering like like slowly gathering hints about what you're going to fight. And it's really cool because you like figure it out the same time as Geralt. Like they don't try to like like gatekeep it from you or anything like that, or at least I didn't feel like it. But, like, when you figure out that it's a Bruxa and, like, you haven't run into one yet, like, Geralt is like, fuck. Like, he's just like, I don't want to do this. And you're like, Geralt, you never say anything about the monsters. Why do you not want to fight this one? And then you fight it and you're like, oh, that that was why. Because I died immediately. Um, and this was like one of the ones where like I opened up the bestiary and I was like, how the fuck do I even beat this thing? Like it moves so fast. You could barely even see it as it was attacking you. Like it was fucked. And then there's the higher vampires, which is like the traditional vampires yeah. that we think of. Yeah. Um, They look like people. They could blend in with people if they were trying really hard. They are actually like very intelligent. They tend to like kind of um be smart enough and most witchers won't take on a contract for them.
0: Just because like, they're like they're they're kind of like
2: they're kind of like impossible like they're very, very hard to beat. Hmm. Um and they're tougher than a bruxa. So like the game is really interesting because it makes you run into a bruxa and then it's like um and I don't want to spoil too much, but it does it's like hey there's this random beast attacking this town and we don't know what it is. Like we don't know if it's a person. We don't know if it's a monster. And you're researching and you're looking for clues, you're investigating and you run into it and you have no idea what you're fighting. And so I immediately opened up the bestiary to, and it was called the Beast of Beauclair. And I read it because I was like, well, what spells do I use? Like, what potions do I need? What oils do I want to put on my knives, Like, like my swords? Like, what do I do here? And it was like, there was no information. And so you had to actually, like, guess. And I was like, it's moving really Damn. fast. I feel like it's a vampire. Like, I'm going to use the vampire shit. Yeah. And I just had to guess. And you find out later that it is, in fact, like, a higher vampire. And you get, like, fucked up in that fight. And then it leaves. It's and... Just,
3: it, the game sounds so <laughs> fucking cool. It's such a good game. It is <laughs> such a well-done game.
2: And, like, that moment where, like... that was That was actually part of a DLC and um so like first off i don't want to spoil the whole thing with the dlc that was a little bit of a spoiler but it was still really worth playing yeah but like the the fact that the first thing i did was i was like i paused it i opened up the area. i was like what do i use to fight it like i was going in for more information and it was like
3: i feel like the game was like
2: hey you're on your own and i was like oh no
3: (laughs) oh no i don't want to be on my own
2: (laughs) i don't want to be on my own i don't want to do this so that was really cool um there's a couple other i do want to mention i feel like you had something to say though matt
0: well i was gonna say like even just the fact that two things um the first thing like just the fact that the game like you're playing game you're like let me open the bc area like let me read like you're researching monsters while you're fighting them and like that's such a like an immersive like, experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, you percent know I mean? like, like, I yeah. am, this monster is, is right here in front of me. Like, what would Carol do? He would, like, open up his BC and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, second thing, the expansion, if I'm not wrong, is called Blood and Wine. Yes. Yes. That is the coolest fucking name for an expansion I've ever heard in my entire life.
2: <laughs> uh, so, like, this was actually a really interesting expansion. And again, I don't want to give away too much. At some point, you've run into fairy tale versions of monsters. Which yeah. is, like, a re- it's, it's so really cool. well done. I don't want to spoil anything about that quest because, yeah. like, that was it's a great. really a cool part quest. of that DLC. Yeah. Um, Sacco's acting like he played it. I'm pretty sure. I watched sure. Marissa play it. He just watched <laughs> me play
3: it. It was really uh, cool.
2: Like, it was that cool. Uh, so the other couple honorary mentions that I want to like kind of throw out here from The Witcher, um, uh, botchlings. Sure. Um, oh yeah. So- So, if you're unfamiliar with what a botchling is, it is a small creature which resembles a deformed fetus created from the improper burial of an unwanted stillborn infant. And it preys on pregnant women.
3: That is Now, they turn into something. So, like, uh, Witcher has a lot of these where, like, you can deal with it in multiple ways. One way, you just kill it and it's whatever. The other way is you, like, do, like, a little ritual... And it turns into what was what does it turn into?
2: A lubberkin.
3: A lubberkin. Which is really cool because it, it like protects you. Or like it yeah. looks it certainly. So a Lubberkin is a like,
2: friendly household guardian spirit. Um and you have to give it you have to do this whole ritual with it in order to it's not easy to turn it into a Lubberkin. It's like an um, elven
3: naming ritual or something, right?
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's yeah, it like is supposed to help protect your house instead of attacking it whereas the botchling is like very very dangerous and it's really interesting because when you come across this quest and this is a main like kind of, yeah it's kind of a main quest I actually don't know if you can skip it
3: I don't think so um, I think it's a main I, like a very main quest I, th-
2: I think so but you can deal with it in multiple ways and basically Geralt slowly figures out what has happened and it it's all about this the witcher three is all about people lying to you too so like you're you're like going through and you're investigating and then this guy's like clearly lying about something and then you figure out what has actually happened and you go to him and you're like if if what happened is what i think has happened like you need to tell me because we're not just dealing with like a little monster here like we're gonna deal with Um, an absolute, like, fucked up thing and you are going to die. So, like, if it's actually that, you need to tell me. And, like, the people just break down, usually. But sometimes they continue lying to you, which is really interesting. Like, it's just a really interesting game. But this quest is absolutely absolutely fucked. You have to do it in a certain amount of time. You have to use certain spells. It is a very hard... To actually like do it in a way that gives a very good outcome. But you can do it a lot easier as well. So I, it's just a really interesting monster. Um, The other one I wanted to talk about, just, which I feel like is going to be surprising. Uh,
0: just really quickly before you go on. I, I'm yeah. just like looking at pictures because I'm like, I, I like to put a face to the name. Yes, um, absolutely. The, the botchling. <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, yeah. It reminds
3: terrifying. me of, uh you know, the binding of Isaac. Yeah.
0: Good, like, good kind of like it's a good show, right? Kind of like, like that, right? It's like, very think, much, very much the yeah. Vi- Isaac vibe. Um, the Lemberkin yeah. um, still terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yes. Yes. hundred percent. Just it's, as but, terrifying. Yeah. Like I know it's supposed to be yeah. like a good thing now. Absolutely. Oh, but terrifying.
2: that's like the other thing I love about The Witcher is you run into creatures and they're not evil, but they look evil. Yeah. And so this is where like you get a sense of like Geralt's understanding of monsters, and he basically will. Like, he's like, yeah, you look fucked up, but I'm not going to kill you. Because, like, you're yeah. actually... So, like, a godling is a really good example of that. Yeah. So, you you have a chance to run... I don't know if it's... I believe, actually, it's part of a main quest, but I, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think sure.
3: so, too. Yeah.
2: So, they um, resemble a human child, except they have, like, big, bright eyes and pale skin. Yeah. And it's, like, bluish Creepy. skin. And they live in woody and swampy areas... And they aren't afraid of other monsters, so they, like, often live in areas where there are a lot of other monsters. And they they can actually be confused with, um, like, various other monsters. Like, they look very similar. So when you run into one, Geralt's kind of, like, on edge because he doesn't know if he's talking to an actual godling or if he's talking to someone who's pretending to be a godling. Yeah. And so he, like, slowly figures out what's happening. But it's, like, this really fucked up thing that, like, at that point in the game, if you'd asked me if I wanted to kill it or not, I probably would have just said yes because it looked like, like it, it was going to do something to me. And I was like, yeah, just kill it. And then it's actually, like, fine if you approach it right. Like, it, it's totally fine. It's just a monster. Yeah. But it's not an actual, like, vicious monster. Um, So the... There's so many in this game that I could mention. Um, the crones get a nice little shout out, but they're more they they're, they're falling more like into them. villain yeah. territory. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off that one. Um, and I think Saka's gonna be a little bit surprised by this one. But the the wraiths in particular, are really I just like well the done.
3: variety of them. Like it's just it's
2: yeah. So like yeah. they fall under that specter category, and there was just so many of them. But like the noon wraiths and the night wraiths, as much as I hated doing them. They were really cool because you actually had to fight them at specific times during the day. Um, and even if you like were looking in the bestiary, like there was a line about noon race, like the longer you fight them, the more likely you are, like the closer, like the less likely you are to win. And like if you ever try to fight it, um, like at a specific time, like you're fucked. Like it, they, they just had these little tips, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was like really specific about how you had to fight them when where and like the setup around you that you had needed to have and all of that came before like oh what oils do i put on my sword <laughs> like that was just like a whole nother part of it like you basically had to perform rituals for like certain ones and like the way that they do the race in the game is like su- super cool
3: yeah what was the um, the big tree monster what was that one
2: ah uh, fuck um i know exactly what
3: you're talking about
2: i've talked about them before give me a second
3: because like they they, they 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 was very different in the show
2: yeah i was actually pissed off about the show than, so than I, what I, it was I, I, in the
3: game it, it it was like it was like oh like it was like a giant tree in the in the show in the game it, it looked like a demon but made of twigs leshin Lesson. They suck.
2: Okay, so I think I've talked about lesions before too. So one biggest bone to pick with the show ever comes from a lesion and how they represented the lesions. Um, because they 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 made the lesion not look like the, the the fucked up thing that it is in the game, and that that really offended me because in the game,
1: <laughs> this is up. what
2: happened: is I needed to get a little bit more, like a few more levels on my yeah. character. And I was doing a little bit of grinding, but obviously I was playing it on Death March, so I couldn't just go kill anything. I had to go find quests. So I was like kind of wandering around. Yeah. I was looking for like herbs and stuff. Like I was just kind of doing some general stuff. I'm riding roach through this forest and I see something move. And I was like, okay, that's not like a wolf or anything. So I, would, I think I'd get experience from fighting this thing. And so I get off fucking roach. And I walked towards it and it's, I, I like looked at it. I was like, this thing looks fucked. And it was this like, it had like antlers that were clearly like tree,
1: like,
3: yeah, like, a, like made of out wood. of trees. Yeah.
2: And it's holding like this staff with like a skull on it. And it's got like a skull face and these like really like mossy covered like claws that just like looked really fucked up. And it turned towards me. And I was like, I'm going to, like, I was pretty far into the game. I felt pretty confident.
3: Yeah, I, I did too.
2: And I walked towards <laughs> it. And it attacked me through the roots of the, f-
1: the forest floor. And instantly killed me. Yeah. Yeah, they suck.
3: I, I ran into one by accident. Because I was like, I think there was like a quest where you had to like go. There was like an abandoned manor, and I I was going to the abandoned manor, and there just happened to be a lesion next to the manor, and I didn't realize. And I was going to walk through the front door, and the same thing happened to me. And I was like, w- "What was that?" And then like I respawned, went back there, and it was still there. And I was like, "I'll I'll try and fight it." Nope. don't fight it.
1: No, don't no, do it. So
2: even in. Like the wiki, it it warns, this is the literal line from the wiki. <laughs> when facing a and watch for them to dig their root-like arms into the ground. This is a sign that they're commanding the roots to strike. This attack has surprising range, does heavy damage, <laughs> hits a reasonably sized area, and can only be foiled by rolling away. These things are so fucked. And so it was so bad that like I died. And I was like, I like literally almost cried because like I just wasn't expecting it. And I was like, I don't I don't know what happened. And then I realized that the game had saved like right before I got off, like right as I got off Roach and as I was walking towards the Leshen. And I I have never ran
1: so <laughs> fucking fast <laughs> Fuck this In shit, my I'm life, out. I was like, no,
2: whatever that demon thing is can live forever. <laughs> that thing is fucked. And then I remember I was also walking through a forest like, 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 l- way later. Like, this was like hours and hours later into the game. And I saw another one again, hightailed it the fuck out of there. <laughs> there is a quest where you actually have to deal with one, um, but they walk you through how to get. how to like actually get rid of it and it's kind of fucked the way that you actually fight them as well you have to remove like certain they they basically make little like i forget what they're called but they're like little ritual stands like like
3: effigies like little yeah they're effigies
2: and you have to remove them or else they won't actually like you can't actually fight them and it it was fucked like and then in the show it was just like oh they killed the leshin That's it. I I was like, that was not my experience personally.
0: (laughs) It it reminds me a lot of uh, this this whole horror movie. It's called The Ritual. I'm not going to talk about it, but the um, the monster in it is like based off of like like Nordic Sweden folklore, Mm -hmm. and like it's very it's very leshen. Like it's it's they make it like way creepier. But like that same vibe with like the antlers and like the skull. And like I feel like the show like like the ritual, the movie was a better version mm-hmm. than what the show, The Witcher, gave us. Cause it was kind of just like a tree.
2: Yeah. Well, it showed like- a tree <laughs> and then I think what really bothered me about it is it it didn't it like took over someone and it looked really hardcore and strong. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I remember of a lesion. Like, th- this is great. And then he just killed it and then fought a bigger uh-huh. enemy. Yeah. And I was like...
0: Not not the case. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, because I would much rather fight that thing than a lesion. The lesion is absolutely fucked. <laughs> the lesion, I want nothing to do with.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, De-
0: definitely not Marissa, but anybody... Uh- listening to this that likes horror movies and is like intrigued by the lesson, like watch the movie, the ritual was a really, it was a really well-written movie. I enjoyed it.
1: That's it. No more horror talk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was, that was kind of the last thing I wanted to talk about.
2: Uh, The Witcher three has like phenomenal enemies. I could go on in talking about them, but I I will cut it off there. Do you guys have any final,
0: um, I know we were talking Honorable about like our our favorite enemies. Um, mm-hmm. one of my least favorite enemies to face in Final Fantasy was called Cactar. Uh, he's okay. just he's Cactar's a cactus. He looks great. He dances, <laughs> and he has a move called a thousand needles. Oh. And he just shoots a thousand needles at you, and it does one thousand damage. And like, there are times when like you would run into him at the beginning of the game and you'd be like, I'm I'm I, This is it. And like later on in the game, when you have like more HP, it's like or more armor, you're like, yeah, this is fine. Like I don't care. Okay, give me a thousand needles. It's like it's always a thousand damage. But like at the beginning of the game, you have like a hundred health. Sometimes you have like even when you like level up quite heavily, you have, like five hundred health, and he's just like one thousand needles into the face. <laughs> but then you look at him, he just dances <laughs> into the he's so face. cute. <laughs> he's
2: just so cute, and then he's like,
1: die. He's
0: just a little cactus. just a little guy. Just a little, just a little, little cactus friend. Yeah, that's my honorable. It's not my, not my favorite enemy, um, Hmm.
1: to, but to face, but like, yeah. Psycho? Uh, no, I, I have no, I, I said my whole thing. All right. Perfect.
2: All right. Let's take, talk about the top games we recommend from today's podcast
0: uh honestly like i feel like i gotta give it to bioshock that game is just so fantastic i the witcher 3 sounds fantastic it sounds amazing um mm. haven't technically played it though so i i will look into it but uh bioshock is a game that i have played it was fantastic uh definitely definitely a 10 out of 10 on in my books very nice so I very nice
3: uh, i'm gonna go with the witcher um Remy I mean, Marissa summarized it perfectly. It's got great enemies. It's it's got great mechanics. Like you really do have to like know what you're fighting and know the strategy and all that. It's well done. Well done game.
2: Um, well, since you both took games that I talked about, which yeah. I think is like incredibly unfair.
3: Well, you talked about good games. It's not our fault. Don't <laughs> bring I up could good recommend games. Final Fantasy. I could recommend... Bring up shit games them. and then we won't Everybody talk about them.
2: Nobody
0: knows that those are good games. Play Final <laughs> I'm Fantasy gonna
2: 15. I'm going to go off the board and say uh, find a way to emulate <laughs> Sonic 3D Blast. <laughs> Deal with the shitty graphics, I know, I know, but you will have a fan-fucking-tastic time transforming your little enemies into Flickies.
1: Just don't let the green ones get away,
2: they're really annoying.
0: If you want to get real adventures, you can try and emulate Sonic 3D Flicky Island.
2: Ah, yes. (laughs) I don't even know where you would (laughs) start. All right, and with that, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. If you enjoyed listening us to us talk about enemies, make sure you go follow us on social media. Uh, we are at Crowned Heathens on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, you can also go follow us on Twitch, where we stream a multitude of games. Although I don't think we'll be. St- streaming uh, sonic 3d blast although maybe we could set that up we'll <laughs> um at twitch.tv slash Ground <laughs> um a like or a sub there goes a long way for us so we appreciate the hell out of both other than that thank you once again so much for listening and as always we will definitely catch you in the next one thanks everyone
1: okay a uh, future wait stop it wait